Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. About a week and a bit ago, uh, a woman called Diane Abbott got herself into a hell of a lot of trouble and actually got herself suspended from the Labour Party in the UK. It was when she wrote a letter to the Observer newspaper. Now, Diane Abbott is a woman of colour and she was writing a letter about racism. And the central point she was trying to make in this letter was that if you're white, you don't really get racism. That's the central point she was making. That, like, Irish people, Jewish people, travellers, yes, they all experience some prejudice, which she said is similar to racism, but it's not racism, she said. She also said white people with points of difference sometimes experience prejudice. Now, she used a rather silly example of redheads, but she got into awful trouble for this. Like she said that in pre-civil rights America, Irish people, Jewish people or travellers were never required to go to the back of the bus. In South Africa, they were allowed to vote. There were no white people manacled to the deck of a slave ship. And she was making the point that racism really only affects people of colour in its true sense. She got into the height of trouble for it, got suspended from the Labour Party. She has since tweeted to say she was withdrawing her remarks and apologised for any anguish Caused the, the party itself said her comments were deeply offensive and wrong. Tig Hickey, however, our local comedian here and uh, actor and all these things, Tig tweeted that maybe she has a point. Tig Hickey, you do believe that Diana Abbott has a point. She made it in a kind of a ham-fisted way. But she, as an Irishman... You've never felt racism as such. I mean, come on, Tig. Like, what? What, what about what about eight hundred years of oppression? Is that all forgotten? Morning. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, far be it for me. Like, it would be out of character for me to do it when it's I've kind of made a career out of uh, ramping it up. But um, no, I suppose. I mean, my my thing really is that like I, I definitely feel that uh, Diana Abbott's letter was a bit ham-fisted. I think the the mention or the comparison to ginger-haired people. Um, was just really out of character. Like, the whole position kind of falls apart, really, with that. You would wonder who proofread that letter, like. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
But I think the basic idea of her point, I wouldn't be qualified or I wouldn't have the experience to talk about Jewish people. I can only talk about Irish people. And uh, I think even if you include people from the north of Ireland who went through what they went through in the 70s and 80s in, in England, and I can only imagine what a difficult time it must have been to be Irish of, of from any part of Ireland in England at that time. But I still don't feel like it's anything like what it would be like to be uh, of colour in these islands either then or now. I just don't think the two things are comparable at all and I think it's a dangerous thing to get into, in my opinion. What about the stories, Tig? We've all heard them. No dogs, no blacks, no Irish. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not trying trying to, for a moment, uh, downplay the fact that Irish people went through an awful lot of difficulties in England in that period. But I think the explanation kind of proves my point, I think, which is in a period where, say, the IRA's campaign was front and centre um, on newspapers on, on kind of mainland Britain, then you had a real surge in kind of anti-Irish sentiment from what people tell me and from what I've read. Yeah. But when that campaign finished, that sentiment went right down. And I don't know what your experience is, but I can only think of myself when I'm in London or any other parts of England now these days, normally Irish people are the belle of the ball. Yeah. So I suppose the point I'm making is like when the circumstances were such that there was a reason t- to hate us, there was a reason to be suspicious of us, then that was what was happening. But when you take that kind of cause away, the kind of hatred seems to dissipate. And I just don't think that's the same for people of colour at all. It stays the same because there's just an inherent bias and discrimination against people of colour. And I think I think it's it's kind of disingenuous for Irish people to... to to say that the comparison is that that you know that there's a quality between the two types of discrimination, I I think it's different, and I I actually think what it serves to do as well is that in, it kind of emboldens the 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 racists, like the people who want to make it out that we suffered the same way as say black people in a previous century that we were slaves too, and of course we went through extraordinary difficult things, and we're an oppressed people were more likely to understand I think than most but yeah. we weren't slaves like at least not in the same way you know that's a myth like and I think it needs to be called out because it's dangerous Well we had a lot of people went over and worked as indentured servants like wasn't that kind of the same thing? No it, I mean it's an, it's an approximation of the same thing but we weren't slaves in the same way we weren't victims of the transatlantic slave trade hmm. in the same way and I think I think what happens is like if you put that message out there to young people, it's kind of telling them that sure we went through the same thing. And what it kind of serves to do then is it, it, it's hard to find out exactly what is the problem in society. You, you, you could then run the risk of just kind of going, I don't know why these people of color are are kind of complaining like yeah. about colonial legacy and whatnot. And, you know, you don't hear Irish people giving out about it. And I think if you don't, if you don't kind of um, understand what the issue is in your society and you just kind of say, oh, look, I'm against discrimination generally, then you can't do anything about it. Yeah. Like, for instance, I'm bald, right? I get hassle for being bald. Am I going to compare that to what people of colour are going through? I get an awful lot of hassle in Dublin because I'm from Cork. <laughs> You've described how when you were gigging in Scotland, someone rubbed a jersey off you and piddled on it. Like, that's that's not very kind. No, it's not kind, but I think it's, you you will get um i would say you will get discrimination against irish people hmm. in certain parts of scotland 100% and you will you will certainly get a bias against you but like i don't think it's systemic 
yeah. you know, and I, and I know there was probably a period in Scotland where people would disagree with what I'm saying completely, that maybe Irish people would have been kept out of trying to get a job. And obviously people in the North will, will be able to say that a hundred percent. But mm. no, in, in this day and age, I don't think I wouldn't be discriminated against in any part of the UK if I was applying for work. We got a bit of grief because we're Irish for certain reasons over the years, but you're saying it's nothing compared to getting a lot of grief just because of the color of your skin. I think it, there was a period in history where it was on par because we were dehumanized in the same way. Yeah. I mean, I do think there would be ethnic bias against the Irish that runs through the type of thinking that engineered the famine. There's certainly a, a kind of... Um, a bias against us to try and dehumanize us. You brought the famine up before I did. It was to be my last point. That's the one thing they will throw at you, Tig. The famine, mate. The famine. They will, and and there there be there be few as empathetic to um, that reality of history as me. But I think if we look at the age that we're living in now, the British particularly were able to accept Irish um, as like themselves quicker. I'm not for a moment condoning that type of thinking, but because we have the right color skin, the racists are more likely to accept us into the circle of trust as what happened in the foundation of America as well, that we, we go to America, the lowest of the low, but we can kind of rise up the ladder a little bit better because we look like the dominant population there. Mm. I, the fact that we're white will always make our circumstances completely different to uh, the real the real types of racism, I think, that, uh, that uh, people of colour will experience. We will experience discrimination, no doubt, but it's not. It, I don't think it's on par. That's a very good point on which to finish. Tyg, thank you. Thanks a million, PJ. Pleasure as always, buddy. Mine too, mate. Mine too. Um, yeah. <laughs> I kind of get it. He is making a point, a broader point. Well, we don't mind the white foreigner. But we've more of a problem with the brown foreigner. Courts 96 FM.